Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Last week, I went over the first five chapters of my book, Food Truck 101, From Beginner to Winner. This week, we're going to go over chapters 6 through 10. This is just serving as a little teaser for the full audio book that will be coming out in the fall. So today, we're going to be talking about chapter number 6, which is entitled, Let's Talk Assets. The main thing I want you guys to get out of this particular chapter is you are buying assets. You're not buying a business. So when you go to a food truck manufacturer's website and they say, buy your business today, all you're doing is buying equipment. That equipment is in the form of a trailer or a truck or a cart that has some cooking equipment that has some refrigeration, some prep equipment, perhaps some holding equipment, and that's it. It's all equipment. Now, the thing about equipment, if you know anything about restaurants, is equipment depreciates in value. So if you go to buy a $25,000 pizza line and then turn around to sell it, say two years down the road, you will not get $25,000 out of it. You can go on any restaurant auction website and look at how much equipment goes for and then look up the same model number for a brand new piece. It sells for pennies on the dollar. The only thing that is making food trucks be super expensive right now is the shortage of materials and the difficulty of getting the equipment to put on them in the first place. They are not going up in price because, oh my God, this is such a great deal and they need to be $100,000. They're going up in price because people want them. There's a demand issue and low supply. Once those two things start to balance out and the demand comes down and the supply is able to match the demand, guess what happens? All the food trucks come down in price. You'll see this especially in the next two years or so when all the people that are out buying those food trucks now thinking, man, it's great oh great business for me to get started in and then what they're seeing is this is too much like work i think i will quit and sell this when that happens in a couple of years prices will go down so it's up to you to buy one at the right price right now don't just go for the first food truck builder that says hey i can get you one built in three or four months go for the one that's going to build you a quality build at a reasonable price because they will not maintain their value in the long run Remember in chapter two, we talked about the menu and we talked about all the different pieces of equipment you would need for every food product coming on your truck, from storage to refrigeration, to cooking, to holding, to presentation. All those different pieces of equipment now in your imagination should be placed on your food truck or food trailer for efficiency. Food truck builders have minimal experience in kitchen design. I have yet to see a food truck builder that includes some of the basic things that a restaurant actually needs and then by default what a food truck would need. For example, there are food truck builders out there today that claim they came from a restaurant background that are building food trucks and food trailers with no dump station for fried products. Now if you're going, well I'm not going to hold anything ever, that's fine. What are you going to do with it when it comes out of the fryer? You're just going to hold the basket in your hand while you try to salt the fries and season the fries. Or if you're going to do fried chicken wings, you're going to sauce them in the basket. 
you got to have some place to land the product. And that should be a hot place. It shouldn't be some cold pan that you grab off the counter to throw the fried products in. So you need a fried dump station. Nobody is putting one on there unless you request it. And that should be an automatic thing. You order a fryer, it should have a dump station coming with it. Doesn't happen. So when you're talking to those people that claim they know all about food truck kitchens and they're going to design you the perfect kitchen, trust me, they're not going to. They're going to design it based on balancing whatever weight your particular equipment uses, and they're going to balance the weight for safety on your part, which means it will most likely be highly inefficient. There are things that can be done if the food truck builders would do them to balance the weight, but they don't want to do them because that also adds on cost. For example, in a ship, they put weight to help keep the ship so merged down in the water at a certain depth. They call that ballast. You go into a hot air balloon, they use ballast to keep it weighted from side to side and to keep it from rising up too fast. Ballast could also be used on a food truck to balance the weight of the food truck from side to side. But that costs money and it would also require them to think about the design a little bit more and where to place the ballast so it doesn't interfere with storage. But it can be done if they chose to do so. All the different equipment that's on the food truck or food trailer is positioned in such a manner that moves your food in one direction. So the point that the order is taken, and then however that's communicated to the kitchen people, the food then moves in a single direction until it's handed out. There shouldn't be back and forth motion of the food. There shouldn't be side to side motion of the food. When you start to do those things, it slows you down. It makes you tired. And when you get tired, you go slower. And when you go slower, people notice. And then they stop coming back because you're too slow. Food trucks imply speed of service. Food trucks imply convenience. At the moment you're taking 25 or 30 minutes to get your food out, you are neither convenient nor fast. And people remember that and won't come back as frequently, if at all. So lay out the food truck design, the floor plan, in a manner that makes sense to you and then challenge the builder to build it that way and then balance the weight for your safety. Now, what if you can't afford a new one and you have to buy one that is used? There's not a problem with that. But there's things that you would need to check when you go to buy a used one. So let's talk about some of those things you need to check. First thing you want to do whenever you're going to get onto any used piece of equipment is make them show you every piece of equipment works. We're talking about the water pump, the hot water tank. So those should have water in them. And then the pump should be turned on and you should see it work. You should be able to feel the water get hot. Then you're going to move to all the refrigeration. It should already be on when you come to inspect it. And you got a little thermometer with you to check to make sure it gets below 40 degrees. Same deal with the fryers and the same deal with any other cooking equipment. Does it turn on? Does it get hot? So you want to check every single piece of equipment. But that's just the kitchen. If you're buying a truck or a trailer, you're going to be looking at everything else besides the cooking equipment. You're looking at the walls and the ceilings and the floors and the roof. You're going to look at the seals around the doors and the windows and anything that punctures the roof. You want to check to make sure all those seals are intact and in good shape. Definitely want to get up on the roof to see what the top of it looks like. Is there big pools of grease up there? You want to look at the exhaust hood and any caps that are on the roof to make sure that those are clean and in good working condition. You want to hear the hood come on. Does it rattle and roll and does it sound like it's going to pull the air out or does it sound like it needs a belt change? If you're getting a truck, then you want to bring a mechanic with you. Or if you know enough about mechanics, you want to check that truck engine out just like you would a used car if you're going to go buy it. Definitely would want to test drive it if it's a drivable truck. So you're looking at the oil and the power steering fluid and all the other fluids to make sure they're at the right levels and are they dirty, are they clean. 
You want to make sure that every mechanism on that particular food truck works the way it's intended. Everything that doesn't function the way it should and all of those things that I mentioned about the seals and all of the uh, cooking equipment that doesn't work the way it's supposed to, that's a way for you to knock down the price. So let's say they want $75,000 for a food truck. Your goal is to go in there and see if the thing is actually worth $75,000. And if it's not, then you're going to point out, hey, this roof's got a leak in it, obviously. I can see the, the waves in the roof. I can see the streaks down the walls. We need to knock off some money on that. And then you got to think about what's the most amount of money it would cost you to have it fixed. Not that you could do the work yourself, but you would have to pay someone to do it. And then that's how much more you lower that price. Hey, dude, it's going to cost me $5,000 to get that roof repaired. You know, I got to knock you down 5000 And you go through each single thing that's on the truck that is troublesome to you. You want to walk on the floor and push into places where the windows are as the floor rotted out. Get up underneath the thing. Look at the, the suspension system and the welds on the frame. You want to look at the tread on the tires. Are the tires worn evenly? You're looking at every single element of that food truck or food trailer. Do not get excited because someone is selling one and you finally found it after 10 weeks of searching. You have to prove to yourself that it's worth whatever their asking price is and that it fits in with what your vision was for your food truck, for your menu, for the things that we've been talking about up until this point. Now remember, you've got to understand what your rules and regulations are from the state. That was chapter one. So you're also having to look at, does this truck meet my rules and regulations? Like the water tank sizes, for instance, the size of the sinks. So you got to know what your rules and regulations are. That was chapter one. Chapter two was your menu, and that's where all the equipment placement comes in. So if you have a $100,000 budget to get started, and you're looking at a $95,000 truck that only leaves you five grand for everything else. So you got to understand what your budget is, and understand there's more costs than just going out and finding that cool truck. Because you're still going to license the thing, you're still going to advertise, you're still going to wrap it, and you're still going to do whatever it takes to bring it up to your standards. Biggest piece of advice I can give you is when you begin your search, don't be afraid to shop around, especially if you're buying new, because you are going to see a world of differences in prices. We have shopped most recently a 16-foot food truck with generic equipment on it. So a grill, a fryer, a freezer, and a refrigerator, and then a couple of work tables. Very basic and a hood suppression system. We shopped that to five different builders. The prices range from a little over 40000 to $80,000. So shop around. Ask to see their work. Let me see one that's in operation and go talk to that person. You also got to understand that some food truck builders are not true builders. They take a cargo trailer and then throw some equipment on it called a food truck. Cargo trailers are not designed to have that kind of weight on them. So make sure you understand what you're getting when you go out there. And then the last suggestion I got is whether you're buying new or used equipment, you want to look up all of the serial numbers and find the equipment manuals that come with them, the owner's manuals. That way you can put all of that material together and create your own cleaning lists and also have troubleshooting guides for each individual piece of equipment. And again, whether it's brand new or used, look it all up, get it all gathered. Because I promise you, the day that you open, you're probably going to need some help with one of them. And it would be much better if you already have the material researched and ready to go than it is panicking going, oh gosh, we opened a half hour ago and now the fryer doesn't work. What's wrong? So I just want you to understand you're buying equipment. You're not buying a business. And that's the most important lesson in this chapter.
Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you and your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.